What's happening? Let's get nuts with a Z. That's right. What's going on? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on September 30th, uh, Tuesday, on your Tuesday. How's everybody doing out there? Huh? Everybody doing okay? Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Hit that like thumbs up. If you want to become a member, become a member. Do all that. Okay. Everything's looking good. Hopefully. Hopefully. Everything's uh, a-okay. Huh? How's everybody doing out there? Huh? Appreciate you guys clicking in. All right, let's get the party started, huh? How we doing out there? What's going on? We got Ray right here. Uh, Ray Ryan. Not Ray. Sorry, I read that wrong. Okay. Then we got uh, Mr. Jose right here. What up? That's right. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about that Flash comic. And, uh, you know, some things that were revealed in it, that's for sure. Mr. Eric, what's going on, sir? Taco Tuesday question. Is it still a taco if it's got nothing in it but cheese? That would be a quesadilla. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's here. He wanted to get some, uh, you know, he wanted to talk about that. So what's up? What's going on, darling? Dave, hashtag Dave full frontal for Rebel Moon 2. I know. Well, maybe. Hey, fingers crossed on the on, on, on the first one, maybe. What's going on, Rosemary? Good to see you. All right, we got Jesse right here. Hump day. Australia, what's going on? Tyler, we got Mr. Eric Patterson right here. Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Right now I'm watching She-Hulk episode three and I have mixed thoughts. There are some things I like and there are things that I don't like. Yeah, I'm pretty much on the same boat when it comes to that as well. So, hello, darling. What's going on, Cat? Definitely did. Cheers. All right. We got uh, Chameleon English right here. Shout out. Columbia. Coming from Columbia. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. Let me make sure that's off. Thank you very much. Okay. We got Sean right here. Michael Keaton couldn't get his words right when it asked about the, yeah, well, we're going to talk about that too. We're going to talk about that as well. We got Mr. J.D. McRae right here. And then, of course, we got Space Mutant TV. And what else we got? Yeah, no, yeah, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. We got Niner for Life. Ooh, man. Yeah, I mean, that was a rough one. That was a rough one on Sunday. I will say that. I will say that was a rough one. Whoop, there we go. Um, yeah, I thought I thought they had it. I thought they had it. But, uh, you know, it was a little rainy. It was a little rainy over there in Chicago. So, uh, you know, it happens. It does happen. All right, who else we got? Zed, Tet, Tetsu, Suo, if I'm saying it right, you know me. Okay, so good to see you, of course. All right, who else we got? Karan right here. All right, hey, we got Amanda also. What's going on? Let's see who else we got. Selena Kyle is also here. We got Evan. Bears up, bears up, bears. Hey, I mean kind of you know just looking pretty good looking pretty good Who, who's the quarterback again and total i'm totally drawing a blank who the quarterback was again there that uh, I, I don't know why i'm just totally drawing a blank right there we got re right there also 
All right, we got Mr. Landon right here. Um, you're actually going to be uh, shown in a screenshot, your name at least. So, you know, Justin Fields. That's right, Justin Fields. Thank you, Nate. There we go right there. Okay, so thank you guys for joining in as always. Good stuff. Like I said, smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Um, yeah, do all the normal stuff like that. Hopefully you guys had a good day. Uh, mine was a little frustrating because work, work. Why work sucks? Why can't I just do this? Why can't I just do this? Oy, why can't I just do this? But one of these days, it'll just be this, right? But as of right now, still got to do that day job thing. So, you know, it's just the way it is. Got to earn that paycheck still. But yeah, it's been kind of like a pain in the ass when it comes to that because it kind of interferes with this, which really sucks. You know, and then you get frustrated. But hey, it's fine. We're good. We're absolutely good. So. Alrighty then, so uh, let's get to the tweets, but first I wanted to actually uh, bring something up to you guys. I wanted to show you guys something that, uh, you know, these uh, they hit me up. Do I still have it up? Ah, uh, crap, where is it at? Oh, I thought I did. Hold on a sec. Let me just bring something up right here. Uh, before we get to the full-on tweets right here, I wanted to show you guys something that was pretty cool. I got one that's hanging up on my wall currently right now. So, uh, there we go. I got the link provided down below, too. So, uh, this is the link. This is the website right here. Moviepalette.com. So, basically, you guys have seen all this kind of stuff where, you know, on your timeline or whatever, when it breaks, breaks down a color palette of, you know, a movie or something like that, and you see this, like, little spectrum of color. Well, you can actually get that on a canvas right now. I have one hanging up right there. I'm going to do a little video about it because it's really kind of cool. Uh, and I'm not going to tell you which movie I got right here that's hanging up on my wall. But you got this right here. And if uh, you go to the link and, uh, you know, when you make your little purchase, just uh, type in for a discount code JUNKIE15. You get 15% off. Do all that and get yourself uh, something beautiful right there. You want Star Wars, you want whatever, Lord of the Rings, Interstellar. That's right, you can get yourself the palette right on your on a canvas. Hang it up on your wall. They're actually pretty cool. It's very clean, very clean. I really like it, really dig it. Something different, guys, something different. Different kind of art, really like that. So yeah, like I said, link is provided down below. Use Junkie15 to get 15% off. They hit me up and they are like, hey, Let's do this. And I'm like, hey, these are pretty cool. I really like that. So there you go. All right. So check it out. Anyways. All right. Let's get that these tweets right here. All right. So starting off right here. Um, by the way, I love this movie Drive. The opening of Drive is one of the best openings ever. Okay. That's right. Just saying. But uh, we got Sean Levy right here. He uh, he talks about how, well, apparently he's been talking about like, well, there's been a couple of things. Sean Levy, he talked about how Stranger Things, they're trying to do something when it comes to expanding the universe of Stranger Things. Because obviously Stranger Things is going to be ending with season five. So they're kind of thinking like, OK, how do you spin this off? And apparently he's been learning things from Kevin Feige because he's directing Deadpool 3, of course. So, Yeah. He's directing Deadpool 3, so he's learned something from Kevin Feige. But then, of course, they talked about how uh, there's a possible crossover. Now, I saw a lot of people taking this way too seriously on the timeline. There, are, I, What I noticed that there are people on the timeline that take anything that has to do with, like, Feige or the MCU, they take it so seriously because they just hate it so much. 
you know, there's a little bit of a bias out there, you know, just the way it is when it comes to these things. But it's just like, you know, he said, like, just that funnily enough, Ryan Reynolds and I were trying to figure out how the world could, uh, we do, and I'm sure they're just talking about there could be like some kind of bit that they do in, in Deadpool 3, not an actual crossover, you know, just a bit, just a bit in Deadpool 3. And uh, they haven't cracked it yet, but it's on the table. But, man, I saw some people just going like, what the hell? I don't want this. And I'm like, it's probably just going to be a bit for Deadpool, guys. Relax. It's not going to be an actual crossover. It's just going to be a bit. Relax. Relax. And then, hey, guys, here's a, here's a little palate cleanser for you. You ever seen an armadillo catch a ball? Well, now you have. Look at that. Boop. Who the hell has an armadillo that you're just playing catch with? Yeah, that's an armadillo. Bam, right there, and just rolls over. No matter what animal, human, dog, cat, anything, you see a rolling ball, there's just something about it. There's just something about that. So, yeah, there you go. Armadillo catching a ball right there. And then, uh, yeah, the Emmys were last night. Did you guys know this? Yeah, as we were doing Film Junkie Live last night, the Emmys were happening. But did anybody really give a shit? Nah, probably not. So, yeah, I might actually get myself an armadillo, right? After watching that video, I might get myself an armadillo. But anyways, the uh, Wednesday Adams Twitter handle actually did a... They're doing a pretty damn good job when it comes to marketing. I think they're, uh, you know, this is how you do marketing right here. And this is a little promo for, of course, Wednesday that's going to be coming out on Netflix. And this is what they posted last night. Hello. Oh. I'm Wednesday Adams. Why is it? Hold on. Why is it muted? All right. For some reason, it's. Okay, that's weird. So suits at Netflix. My audio not working all of a sudden? Maybe did my audio just go out? Possibly. I don't know. It's not like working. Have explained all of a to me you are- Do you guys hear it? Hmm. That's interesting. Okay, so never mind. I don't know what's going on with the audio. Did my audio just go out? Hmm. Hmm. It worked for you? Okay, so my audio went out. Okay, hold on. Make sure. Make sure. We're all competing. Okay, there it is. Okay. I muted. There you go. We're good. We're good. Okay. My on the audio on my side did went out because I muted. That's what happened. Anyways, but here it was right here. Hello, I'm Wednesday Adams. The faceless suits at Netflix have explained to me you are all competing for a golden statuette. (laughs) Apparently, you believe it will give you validation and fill that lonely void inside of you. Spoiler alert, it won't. So I suggest you do what I do. Embrace the emptiness. Wrap it around you like a cold, wet blanket. And if you still need a pat on the back, I know a disembodied hand that can help you out. Nice. That's how you do it right there. Jenna Ortega, she's nailing it right there. Loving that. So, And then we have this right here. You guys see this video? Yeah. Somebody riding on the back of a bike. And then uh, here we go. Whee! Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys see that? That's pretty freaky. But hey, what could he do? Yeah. Yeah. Wee! Gotta love that. And then, uh, hey, love yourself, just like The Rock. Love yourself, guys, okay? And, you know, that's what I want for you guys, to love love yourself. And uh, The Rock right there posted that. Ah, I still have to watch the freaking... I still have to watch these movies, or why, at least the first one, X. Ty West X Horror Trilogy will conclude with Maxine, which sees the slasher series head to the 1980s. I still haven't watched X, but I know, like, Pearl is coming out. 
apparently uh, they're going all in for a trilogy right there, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I like that. And then we got our uh, we got our official poster for 1899 from the creators of Dark. If you guys haven't watched Dark on Netflix yet, a German show that has to do with crazy time travel kind of stuff and uh, paradox and all that and everything. Really good series. I got really into it. And uh, these are, you know, from the creators of that. So they're doing something about the Bermuda Triangle called 1899. So there's the official poster, which I like. I dig it. I dig it. I definitely dig it. Oh, did you guys see this? I can't show the trailer because the trailer is a little R-rated. Yeah, there's some nudity in the trailer, so I can't really show it. But Babylon, we got the first official trailer for Babylon. Did you guys dig it? I mean, obviously, it's it's Damien Chazelle. You know, it's Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. We we obviously uh, read through the the cast yesterday right there. But my God, you know, Uh, it's just it's it's, it's a Margot Robbie uh, end of the year right here. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, it's a crazy trailer, you know, there's some coke, sex, orgies, a lot of, you know, just craziness that are happening. And then, uh, you know, Brad Pitt trips, falls over a fence. So hopefully you guys, uh, watch the trailer right there. But yeah, um, uh, Jesus Christ, Special K is on a good one. He said, fuck Hollywood, let Babylon fall. He wants to let an original movie fall. Oh, that's interesting. You know, fuck them, right? Fuck them. Ah. <sighs> And then we have some more uh, we have some more AI art right here from one of the TPZ guys uh, trying to promote some Rebel Moon because that's what they these guys have been doing. This one's fucking clean, clean right there, very clean. So that's pretty cool. Uh, a new evil is coming. That's right. A new evil is coming. And then right here, I still haven't seen uh, Barbarian yet. I am ugh, I want to see it so badly. But director uh, Zach Kreger. Uh, claims the Batman spinoff he wrote is something very close to him. I wrote it, and I'm totally obsessed with it. Zach Krager didn't say which land this spinoff takes place in. Well, I'm sure it's just some Batman story, but apparently, yeah, that's what he wrote. He wrote some kind of Batman story, so very interesting. Goldeneye! That's right, Goldeneye! Coming to Nintendo Switch Online. I might have to join in on this, because that's just that's just... That's just my childhood right there, or my teenagehood, I should say. Uh, Goldeneye, I mean, I played this game religiously, so I might have to, like, uh, join up on that. Maybe we'll have uh, some competitions. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Joker Fly Do, if I'm saying that right, cast Jacob Laughlin in key Arkham Asylum role. Okay, I don't know who this kid is. Never heard the name, never seen the face, but a lot of people are assuming that he's playing Edward Nigma. I don't know, I saw that on my timeline. A lot of people are like, is he playing an Edward Nigma-type character in Arkham Asylum? Possibly. He kind of looks the role, right? Looks a little bit right there. He's even got green eyes. But I don't know who he's playing, but possibly expand the universe using some other names when it comes to Arkham Asylum. Maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I butcher I butcher even English stuff. I butcher even English stuff, Stephanie. I'm sorry. Falai adieu. Falai adieu. Yeah. She just she did a roll she did a roll eyes emoji. How dare you? The Santa Clauses. Look at that. We got our first official poster of the Santa Clauses with Tim Allen that's coming out on Disney Plus on November 16th. He tweeted that out. That was actually shown, obviously, on uh, Disney Plus Day before D23 got started. So that was pretty cool. 
And then check this out, guys. Uh, a new advanced toilet that doesn't flush anything. It burns it. Burns Ooh. your... T That's right. Burning shit right there. Yes, literally burns your shit. Can you imagine that? Just don't flush it early. Don't flush it when you're sitting down. Gonna burn your butt hairs. But then again, maybe that'll be a good idea. I would not suggest this toilet if you have a hairy ass. Jesus. And I sat onto a burning ring of fire. Yeah. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Jesus Christ. That's crazy, right? Okay. Anyways. So, uh, and let's see. Um, we got uh, The Witcher right here. Apparently, he's going to be uh, shooting season four and five at the same time, written and filmed back to back. So maybe season five is going to be the last of The Witcher. I don't know. But, of course, season three just wrapped up not just, just recently. So, But apparently they're, like, planning on doing season four and five at the same time. There you go. You know, that'll free up our boy there to uh, do some other things, hopefully, right? Hopefully. Okay. Jay Oliva again. Okay, I, I talked about this a little bit last night, but uh, some more stuff has been happening. Jay Oliva, you know, it's been interesting. Because uh, I, I talked about it last night, he uh, he kind of defended Gail Simone, which a lot of people, well, a lot of Sna Snyder people didn't like because of things that she said in the past and everything like that, tweeted out and whatever, even though apparently she was a fan of, the, of, of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, so he's been tweeting again and talking about things again when it comes to... Uh, you know, just responding to some of these people that are upset with him, that are upset with the fact that he is defending her or just kind of like pushing back on him. And it's, it's, it's been kind of crazy. It's been kind of crazy because it's like, how is this even happening? We got Mick right here, one of the TPZ dudes, that said, Jay is right on the money as usual. Took a lot of work to reach a point where Zach's fan community was revered as, uh, revered as the positive example of online fandom though campaigns for release of Snyder Cut and AFSP. Pissed away by a handful of clowns who revel in being hated and playing victim. So obviously he was like referring to this right here. Did you, you know, we talked about that yesterday right there. And I was just like, you know what? You know, send, send him some love today, man. I like what he said right here. Said, ultimately, if you try to please everyone, you'll end up pleasing no one. A good idea is only as good as the execution, so you have to train your taste in story and film so you can recognize and almost uh, intuitively feel what a story needs or what it doesn't. Really like that. It is not as easy. He says, follows it up. Really. It's not easy and i hope my answers don't confuse more than help my best advice is to do best uh do the best of your ability and love the story and characters you are adapting it's a job but at the same time you are creating something the world will hopefully enjoy and that's what he was really responding to when it came to all this you know when it came to this right here he did the quote tweet for gail simone saying like you know talking about how he how he approaches film adaptations and everything like that but it's just like it's pretty amazing like i mean he was having a lot of people come after him and uh i'm even going to go to this right here where it was just kind of like all right so you had people that were just not happy about this and he was saying like here when he talked about the uh snyder the 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 whole Snyder thing when it came to the bots and all that stuff. It said, when the media called us bots, 
What did I do? I made a joke tweet saying I'm a bot and I proceeded to post transformer pics. Life is short. I don't have the patience to let petty crap get to me and we should all celebrate what we did as a fandom. So again, listen to Jay Oliva, please. Okay. There's some people out there that are like, well, there's always going to be those dickheads, those dumbasses, those, you know, thick headed guys that are just not going to, that are just turning on Jay Oliva, which is ridiculous. Please don't turn on Jay Oliva. But, uh, you know, the fact that he was like calling out like, hey, you know, there's some ridiculousness that has happened in the fandom. I think he even said something else, too, when he said like, uh, oh, yeah, he said this right here. He said, thank you for your input. My question is, why don't we as a fandom clean our shit up? It's gotten way out of hand lately. There's a reason why we are referred to now in a negative light as opposed to a positive driving force to get the director's true vision released. Again, well said. Because, you know, a lot of us have been commenting about that. It's like when all this kind of stuff happens, it's like they're always referring to all the negative because there is that vocal, really negative side of the fandom that 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 they refer to. And that's what that's what Jay Oliva is talking about right here. And um, again, it's Jay Oliva. He's seeing all this stuff and he's pointing it at, pointing it out. He's not trying to be like, hey, the whole time, the whole thing is ridiculous and whatever the fuck like that. But again, he's going like, hey, the bots thing. He made a joke about it. When the bots thing came out, he made a joke. He was like, fuck that. It's a joke. Whatever. 13 percent. Remember, guys, 13 percent. Don't let it get to you. But a lot of people took offense of it, which I get it. You know, when it came to all this stuff, it's like, yeah, you made friends. You made groups of friends. We did some really cool things. We got the damn Snyder Cut to come out. It was a big, huge W. But sometimes, but like what I kept saying is the further we get away from the releasing of the Snyder Cut, the crazier some of these guys are going to get. And Jay Oliva's seeing that shit, too. That's the bad part. You don't want Slay Oliva to see that because, yes, there's a lot of people coming after him and, and uh, tweeting at him and stuff like that. And it was just like, come on, stop it. It's Jay Oliva. He's seeing it, too. Everybody just needs to kind of just relax a little bit, you know, just relax a little bit. If, like, you took offense with the whole bots thing or anything that anybody says that pushes against what you like, you maybe need to log off and just take a break. I mean, yes, that's just what happens. You have to take a break every now and again. So good on Jay Oliva. Show Jay Oliva some love because he's been kind of just talking with people and kind of pushing back on things for uh, the last, you know, like pretty much the past 24 hours, maybe longer than that. So, but uh, good for Jay Oliva. Man, I would love to get him on the vodka stream. Jay, if you're watching, talk to me. Talk to me. It'd be great to talk to you. Um, always, I could just listen to that guy talk for hours and hours, like when he was on Justice Con. It was absolutely fantastic. I love the guy's energy, his charisma, everything, just everything about him. So, yeah, everybody just needs to relax a little bit when it comes to that, which I'm not saying that, like, that's you guys. But, yeah, I'm just saying it's like some people out there are just taking offense over just petty, stupid shit. It really is. If you don't like Gail Simone, that's fine. That's fine. And he even said that, too. You know, so anyways, OK, we got Matt Ferguson. I don't know. Apparently he's going to be releasing something for the Batman. Nice little poster right there. Going to be looking pretty cool. And then guess what, guys? Exclusive! Exclusive! Oh! Bullshit! Well, anyways, <laughs> I saw this right here, and it was like, really? <laughs> um, I mean, watch it end up happening, but uh, no. But it says, report! Report! They didn't say exclusive. They said, report! Justice League 2 is reportedly... In development over at WB Discovery with the Flash director Andy Muschietti in mind to direct. 
So then I was just like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. I just put that, you know, any Muschietti doing like a stupid thing. Obviously, this is not true. Um, I think the source was probably giant freaking robot and all that. But I just thought it was funny. I just saw that come across my feed and I was like, all right. I was trying to look for a better Andy Muschietti uh, image. There's like a better one that I, w- I wish I would have used. But sadly that uh, I, I didn't I couldn't find it. And then somebody actually sent it to me. And I was like, damn it. There's a better one where he's got the flash hat on. And he's like, ah, but yeah, uh, d- yeah, don't even listen to that. It's, you know, it's whatever. But watch it. Watch they end up going like, hey, you know, the Flash. I mean, it, it, I think it all depends. It would all depend on how the Flash does and how it's received. I mean, I, we all know that Flash is getting, you know, when it comes to test screenings, a lot of people are praising it. So at least there's that. But I mean, who knows when it comes to all that. But we're, obviously, we're going to talk more about the Flash. And then we got a poster right here from Danny TRS for Prey, a possible Prey sequel right there. Look at that. That is beautiful. Beautiful. Possible sequel for Prey. I think that's what they should do. They should do that. Have a different Predator show up at different time periods. Why not? Let's get some Samurais. Let's get some Samurais facing a Predator this time. That'd be pretty cool. I like it. Uh, and then we got this little freaky jellyfish right here. Uh, yeah, this is in the ocean, guys. Uh, that's freaky. Looks like a big eyeball with tentacles. My God, look at that shit. It's an eyeball with tentacles. Ah, and it could probably kill you if you touch it. Look at that thing. That's that's the Illuminati right there. Just you know, little all the all-seeing eye, looking at you right there. Ooh, beautiful and creepy at the same time. My God. And then we got Zack Snyder, of course. Uh, he tweeted out about the contest, the fan contest. Nine days left, so any artists out there that you know or anybody in the chat, do yourself a favor and, uh, yeah, uh, submit, your, uh, submit your, uh, your art right there. Nine days left. He, submitted th- he showed this one right here, which looks really, really cool. Uh, but, yeah, do that. So Zach uh, reminding everybody to do that. And then check this out, guys. We'll get a better look at this, actually, when it comes to... Uh, we got uh, Tyler Hecklin's uh, new Superman costume for Superman and Lois season three right there. Look at that. Okay. Okay. That is an upgrade. That is an upgrade. All right. Let's break it down a little bit right here. Um, the dark blue. Loving the dark blue and the red is popping. I'm like, okay. I dig that because my problem with the, the, the Superman suit that came out for last season was I like the texture. I like what they were going for, but it just seemed like it was still off. Like the, the S was too small. He didn't seem like he fit properly in it, but yet it was like, all right, the design is fine, especially when it came to like the promo posters and all that stuff looked fine. But at the same time, when he saw it live action, it just didn't look that great. Just didn't look that great. But apparently they're like, all right, they were listening and they upgraded it right here where they made it a darker blue. The red is even darker also. And look at that fucking S. Look at the S. The S. Hey, good cement, you know, good symmetry right there to his head. It fits properly. Looks good. Okay. The only thing, the only gripe I have is I'm not sure about the fabric. I'm not sure about the fabric. Fabric looks uh, interesting, but thinking about it too. Kind of almost reminded me of the 1990 Flash costume. That little, that the fabric that they used for that, I don't know. 
But I thought, but it's definitely an upgrade. And a lot of people are talking about it. The boots look, eh, the boots, ah, the boots maybe could lose, use a little work. I don't know. The boots look a little interesting, <laughs> but I really like the S. The only thing is though, like the S, the red and the S doesn't really match the rest of the uh, rest of the, uh, the red in the costume. But other than that, it is definitely an upgrade for from what we've gotten when it came, when it comes to the Tyler Hecklin Superman costume. But nothing will ever beat, of course, you know, Henry Cavill's costumes. But hey, you know, it's CW. Whatever. It's fine. All right. So there you go. So that's pretty cool. Okay. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, that's right. Do what that says. Subscribe, hit the notification bell. Anyways, all right, guys. Tyler Hecklin has some big-ass feet. I know, it's like, I know. It kind of looks like a little clown shoe-ish, right? A little clown shoe-ish a little bit. And I think the way that he's standing is kind of like, I don't know. It's If you saw my feet, I'm doing it. I'm like, you know, I don't know. It's a little weird. But the boots, yeah, the boots could use some a little bit of work. So a little bit of work right there. Hey, Mr. Scott McClellan, color timing will adjust it. Yeah, you're actually right. You're actually right. And like I said, you know, it's all about that color. It's all about that, uh, you know, the color palette, right? The right, what I just talked about at the beginning. Moviepalette.com. Junkie 15. Get your 15% discount. Canvas. Woo. Anyways, okay. Uh, let's talk about the main topic right here. Okay. All right, let's talk about the Flash in the Flash comic book. Who read the Flash uh, prequel comic book? Uh, I haven't. I want to get a physical copy of it, so I've only seen a couple of like you know the 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 panels that people were posting. So I haven't fully read it yet. But I, from what I saw, I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Obviously, we heard about the whole prequel comic book um, coming out. Uh, a while ago and of course remember we had that cover where he was like getting his costume on and he was like half naked and a lot of people were like bad timing it was like yeah it was bad timing when they released that cover but um there's a couple things that i wanted to talk about when it came to that in the flash i mean obviously when you want to i mean the biggest whole the biggest thing was like that a lot of people were griping about is like how much does it connect to the snyderverse is it connect to uh zack snyder's justice league or does it connect to more justice league a lot of people were saying it's total justice league and that's what they were kind of saying and all that stuff but uh the first thing i wanted to talk about was well i wanted to show this right here which um the muschietti's posted this right here uh barbara did um she said getting closer so Flash movie shows them leaping in front of the uh, in front of the uh, the logo right there, and uh, you know that's good. I mean they're happy. That's good. That's good. I know. Um, they're getting closer. I mean obviously we still have till June. I mean it's it's probably getting closer to maybe a trailer, and I'm just kind of wondering like when it comes to the trailer when we're gonna get that first trailer. Uh, a lot of people were banking on maybe uh, DC fandom if that was gonna actually happen. I don't know. Um, New York Comic Con doesn't sound like anything's gonna happen there. But then we got you know we got CCXP that maybe there's gonna be something there. I don't know. Maybe they'll have something that uh, drops right there. Could be that. Could be that con. Uh, maybe Henry Cavill will show up at that one. <laughs> but uh, yes, so getting closer. That's what they posted right there. I know some people are like uh, throwing some shade at that because, you know, um, you know, if it doesn't get reshoots, if 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 their movie doesn't get ripped apart, um, their scoop is not going to be validated anyway. So in the comic book, when it comes to uh the prequel comic book, Fastest Man Alive, uh, issue one, is one of three. 
Uh, the biggest thing, like, when it came to connecting to the Snyderverse, because everybody was kind of wondering about that. Everybody was kind of wondering about that. So we have this scene right here. Apparently in the uh, comic book, I mean, if you don't want to get any, it's not really even spoilers or anything like that. I'm not going to give, like, big-time plot points. I'm just kind of, like, talking about the Batman and uh, Flash stuff. But obviously we knew that he was going to be receiving the ring. And the ring, of course, is going to have his new costume, which I'm very interested to see how they handle the costume coming out of the ring and how he gets into it and all that stuff. I mean, that was always something that I loved about the original comic books is when Wally West would just do his little thing. He'd be in, like, in a, in a tux or a suit, and then it just it would have, like like five of him and he would just like right into his uh, costume that was pretty cool and um so you had that right there and then this is what is happening in the uh in the in the books in in the in the panels right here it says the flash is isn't gone this story's just beginning and that's a little gift from alfred and me to usher in that new era that's right we've heard new era before isn't that interesting but anyway so um if we were if we were wondering about Something that I wanted to connect it with the uh, the Snyderverse. Well, Zack Snyder himself, when somebody asked him about the new suit, he did answer on Vero, new suit with Wayne Tech. Okay? And then Mr. Landon, if you're still out there, he even answered you. I wanted to give the Flash Solo film director a chance to put his or her spin on it so more a concept. Because he wanted to do it in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but didn't quite get around to it because... Zack Snyder wanted to give the director of the Flash movie, hey, you do it, you know, let's, uh, this is my idea, take it, and you add your own spin to it. So, obviously it's in the uh, the prequel comic, but again, we'll probably get something in the actual movie that referenced the whole thing, that the fact that it's Wayne Tech that's coming out of that thing. So, I thought that was pretty cool, but we already kind of knew that. We already kind of knew that. I think the biggest thing when it comes to connecting this Flash movie, this Flash story, to the Snyderverse is this panel right here. Listen to me, Barry. You went toe-to-toe with the worst the universe had to offer and saved the planet, this planet. You rushed here to, to, to save lives knowing you could lose this fight. Failures don't do that. Brave men do. Couple of things. So this, we know that this is not going to be directly to Justice. Get that out of your head. Get that out of anybody who's still saying that this is linked to Justice League. It's not. Because it says right there, toe-to-toe with the worst the universe had to offer the planet and saved this planet. We all know that Barry saved the planet. He didn't do that in justice, did not do that in justice. So we can get that out of our heads. And I love the fact that he said, failures don't do that. Brave men do. Men are brave. Men are brave. There you go. And I also kind of like, I mean, the, 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 um, the drawings, you know, the uh, the illustration in this comic book is, yeah, it's a little interesting. It's a little interesting. It's different. But I love the fact that he's, like, in the old costume and his hair is, like, sticking out of his uh, out of his cowl right there. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, there you go. I mean, talk about directly, uh, you know, mentioning it in the prequel comic book that, yes, you saved, you saved the world, Barry. Batman giving him some inspiration, saying, like, you, you went toe-to-toe with the worst, I mean, Steppenwolf, the worst, and you stepped up and you saved the world. That was the biggest thing. 
Okay, we all kind of knew that, yes, of course, Bruce was going to have some Wayne tech and give him his new costume and everything like that. But that panel right there was like, all right, yeah, 100 percent confirmed. It's not going to be connected to anything else. So get that out of your heads. Anybody who's still thinking that shut up, shut up. Okay, not happening. Okay, this movie is going to be more connected to the Snyderverse than than uh, Aquaman probably. Well, maybe it's going to be more connected now that we have Ben Affleck in there, but then, you know, Shazam, Black Adam, it's going to be more connected than all of them. And that's what I've been trying to say this whole time. It's like, no, he's not going to just like wipe. I mean, yes, there's going to be some events that happen, obviously, when it comes to like the flashpoint fuckery that happens when it comes to multiverse and time travel. Sure. But what always happens when it comes to flashpoint? You have to try to set things right. You know, Barry goes back in time, fucks up the timeline. Damn it, Barry. And then things get all wonky and go different directions and whatnot. So, yeah, yes. That's what's going on right there. So hopefully, um, yeah, I want to pick up that physical copy of that comic book. You actually go to your comic book shop, probably get it right now. There's going to be three issues, it looks like. But um, I'm digging it. I'm, I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm just, like I said, I'm really curious to see how they handle the whole, like, you know, he's got the ring on and just like, you know, the costume just shoots out of it and he just, just really quickly gets into it. So should be good. Uh, should be good. Okay. Dave, just chiming in. The prequel comic isn't written to be connected to the Snyderverse. The writer wanted to be... But it is connected to the Snyderverse. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to talk about here. I mean... Isn't it called a prequel comic book? I mean, that's that's what we're trying to talk about here, right? I mean, I don't know. It's just, I thought there was like, it was connected to that. Batman is, I mean, Batfleck looks, the costume looks like how it looks that we've seen in the uh, behind the scenes and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to like, I know there's still people that just don't want it to be connected at all. But I'm like, I, you can't do that when it literally, there's, there's, panels if you actually read it it it's so much is connected I, I just don't know i hear the prequel aren't that good and the, then again they uh never are yeah uh i haven't fully read it yet some people are saying it's good some people say it was gay you know it's fine they even go uh to the bat cave in the book uh Jer jeremy's uh there as alfred like yeah okay so that people hating on batfest's costume yeah it's a different costume it's not going to be as good as the bvs costume uh probably not even going to be it doesn't even maybe look as good as uh the justice league costume but you know do what you got to do you know uh oh he confirmed but then but 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 we're looking at this right here like he literally just talked about see that's the thing is like he literally just talked about how he saved the world <laughs> and he's wearing the costume the previous costume that he made himself. That's all, you know? So there's a panel that shows him as a kid and uh, had arrested and him fighting parademons. So, yeah, you got that. that. So uh, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, who is hitting on the costume? I don't know. I, I just people don't want it to be connected. That's all. Flashpoint fuckery. That's what it is. Anyways, moving on when it comes to that. Let's actually talk about Mr. Zack Snyder right now. When it comes to uh, Teen Titans Go! That's right. This Friday, September 16th. You guys ready for it? Ready for uh, Zach to show up on um, on Teen Titans Go? And uh, obviously, uh, we heard about that right there. But what's interesting about this, um, 
And I wanted to talk about it yesterday, but I, you know, trying to run through everything, I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't get around to that. So obviously, you know, when it comes to Teen Titans Go, the special 365 episode, uh, we're going to have Zack Snyder, of course, it's going to be Easter eggs. He's going to be voicing it. But what's interesting about it is like talking about it because, you know, I mean, there I mean, there are people out there that were like, you know, instead, it's just like, hey, walk away, walk away, just back up, go that way. When it comes to that whole thing, Mr. Everts and your uh, fake scoop and meeting with Zaslav, it was like, all right, the proof was the, to was the whole Teen Titans Go thing. And then we're kind of going like, all right, when did Zach meet to uh, do the Teen Titans Go? Well, it turns out, guys, it was actually um, last year. It was last year sometimes and uh, at some time. And then it was kind of funny because... Um, when it came to uh, Justice Con last year, Zach actually hinted about it. So we had the Justice Con, Meg, Wonder Meg, and the Nerd Queens actually had the exclusive and didn't even know about it. But uh, here it is right here. So listen to this. Be kind, gentlemen. Just kind of the normal way I like sort of work when I get this intuitive feeling about somebody. And, He's um, talking about Wayne yeah. T. Carr right here. And you seem to have nothing but luck with that Shakespeare's festival. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you've got three stars out of that. You might need to just, like, you know, your first stop for casting might have to be yeah. that festival from now on. Crap. Where's it at? It was, um, I had it. That was, that was in the driveway. We shot that in the driveway, too. Okay. He's talking um, about that. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, never have. It's, good to, it's good to know that you have it's just fun it's just look maybe we'll make like a fan film you know? yeah oh where was it at <laughs> where was it at crap hold on i didn't i had lost the spot sorry guys hold on give me a sec give me a sec here let me find that spot again i had the spot where he talked about it and i totally just nah, totally effed it up totally effed it up hold on Man, I missed it. I'm totally, I totally. clicked too much on the screen right there. Yeah, I know. I know, Jose. Oh, no. Oh, no. Let me find it again right here. Hold on. I have it. I have it. I have it. Hold on. Bup, 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 bup. Give me a second, guys. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I messed up. I clicked. I clicked when I should have clacked, I guess. I don't know. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. Give me a second. Give me a second here. Mm, I had it. I had it on here. Here we go. I'll find it. Don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. That's right. I'm giving you play-by-play -play as I scroll. Ah, crap. I scroll too much. Damn it. I had it right there. And then I got to scroll back now. Ah, got to love it, right? Yeah. All right. No, oh, I'm getting close. Getting close. There it is. Okay, I found it. Boop. All right, here we go. Ah, uh, where's it at? Hold on, do I have it now? Point of casting someone. Nope, I don't have it. I had it set. Ah, damn it. Wait, hold on. It's gotten there yet? No. Um, nope, it's not there. And That's it really not it either. Because it's a voice. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, there it is. That is it. Okay, there you go. Jesus Christ. All right, gotta love technology. I'm like, damn, I just gotta click it in the right spot, right? Right, guys? Zing. Okay, here we go. Did you so like we know that you probably you never got to the point of casting someone, but did you have someone in mind, a wish list, or were you just not there yet? 
I haven't quite gotten there yet, you know, um, and really just because it's a voice. Um, mm -hmm. really a voice. Be, you know. Could be anyone. Could be you. It could not be me. Well, <laughs> 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 to say that, but it's not. I, I don't know. There, there it is. I don't, I, maybe I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say it yet. I'll, I'll tell you. There's a little, there, that I was contacted personally recently, and I won't say what it's about, but about uh, playing myself in a, in an animated film. Um, mm. And uh, I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like in a, in a cartoon. So well, anyway, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know if that happens. It's funny. A lot of people. There you go. Found it. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, but there it is right there. They had the exclusive. We didn't even know it. We did not even know it. Man, right there. So there we go. What date? Uh, the date for that was, uh, that was on, um, well, the original thing was on April 17th, 2021. So that was uh, over a year ago. Okay. Well before the merger, <laughs> of course. But um, yeah, so... It was just kind of funny because it was like, oh yeah, I was like, because somebody actually, um, with uh, when I when I tweeted when I actually tweeted out like uh, one of the showrunners, I think it was or creators, whatever, talked about how yeah, it was way it was last summer and stuff like that. So if you wanted to know how far back that shit goes, that's how far back it goes. That's how long animation can take. That's how long it takes right there. It takes a long time. That was April when he was saying he got contacted. It was probably in March. It was probably before that that he got contacted by by um the creators and they talked about how they contacted him throughout the idea and he was all about it so there you go so i'm just saying i mean like you know people wanted to know exactly when that was and if that whole thing um how that whole thing worked out it's like yeah he talked to them did that but there you go but at least you know when it comes to the episode that's coming out on the 16th, guess what? At least there's going to be something cool that happens with Zach and DC and everything like that. And again, it's like, fingers crossed that one of these days when he gets done with his shit and they get their shit in order, then yes, the two shall come together again, hopefully. That's what I'm trying to get at here, okay? You know, let's just... Again, there are people <laughs> that literally hung out with him like a month and a half ago that are saying, eh, 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 I'm going to listen to them. Got to listen to them. Yeah. Just saying. Anyways. Now on to Michael Keaton. He, uh, well, congratulations to Michael Keaton. He won, uh, I think for Dope Stick, right? I still have to watch that. Dope Sick, Dope Stick, Dope Sick. Uh, he won an Emmy yesterday. And, um... When, uh, of course, when they do like the whole behind the scenes thing, when they ask questions to all the people, um, he actually responded or he, um, if I could find that. Yeah, there it is right there. Okay. So uh, I got too many tabs open. I tell you what. So this is what he had to say right here when he was asked about Batgirl last night. There was an earthquake in California. I didn't feel anything. All right, here we go. I wanted to ask also about another iconic performance of yours. When will we next see you as Batman, and what was your reaction to Batgirl not getting released? <laughs> uh, it was that. kind of, I don't really, you know, I think it was a business decision. I'm going to assume it was a good one. I really don't know. I don't follow that that much. Um, and uh, what was the other question? What about <laughs> when will oh. we next see you as Batman? Oh, a little later tonight, probably. Ah, zing! Yeah, lucky enough. 
No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know? Kinda, the Flash. We'll see. You know, it was, it was great. It was fun. Uh, I really have no idea. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry to bore the hell out of you, but okay. <laughs> he did not want to be asked this question when he, after he wins an Emmy. <laughs> Of course not. Why would he want to be asked that question? I love how people, I mean, again, I, I hate it when I see the fucking Michael Keaton shade on my timeline, man. He doesn't give a shit. It's like, no, he just won an award for apparently a great performance in a show. Did he want to get asked about Batgirl? No. He was probably like a little probably blindsided by it, man. But yeah, but that's what he had to say right there. That's what he had to say. But it's just funny because... <laughs> He's going to be Batman in The Flash. Why are people forgetting that he's showing up in The Flash? I mean, I mean, I guess people are just kind of going like, that movie's never coming out or something. I don't know. It's so weird how, like, it's like oh, if you did your research, just do, you know, if you took your little phone and went like this, wing, oh, The Flash coming out in June, June 20, okay. That's when he's, I mean, it's like, that's that's when he's going to be, Batman, again, right there. My God, it's not just Batgirl. It wasn't just Batgirl. Batgirl was going to be an offshoot from that, which sadly was uh, with the old regime. They thought they were they had something right there, and you know, he had fun. I'm sure he had fun. I'm hopefully maybe some kind of behind the scenes can come out of that. Some kind of I don't know if anybody any probably not, but whatever. But there you go. That's his uh, answer to that. He's just like business decision. It's business. He's been in the business forever. You know, he's been in the business since what? The 70s, maybe? He's been a stand-up comic, movies, all this kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I think he was just, I, I love his response though, you know, maybe later. You know, you know, you know what he's talking about. He probably has a bath costume at home, you know. Bring it to the bedroom, right there. That's right. 70 years old, still, you know. That's right. Good for him. Okay. Now, speaking of Warner Brothers and business decisions, uh, I wanted to briefly talk about this, where um, this Deadline article came out, talking about more things that are going to be happening when it comes to uh, Warner Brothers Discovery. It says right here, Warner, uh, let's see, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery starts 30% trim of ad sales ranks as pursuit of $3 billion in mer post-merger cost savings continues. The layoffs of about 30% of ad sales um, ad sales employees at Warner Brothers Discovery started today and will likely proceed over the next few weeks. That's right. So more layoffs are happening right now. And, uh, yep, yeah, sucks. It does suck. But at the same time, it is, again, it's business. The latest cuts from a combined workforce in the range of 40,000, 10,000 from Discovery and the rest from uh, Warner Media come as the company continues to work toward achieving at least $3 billion in cost savings from $43 million billion merger. Since the deal closed in April, the company has embarked on an aggressive effort to roll back expenses to many areas. Not all the savings will be achieved via lower, via lower payroll, of course. Many operations are also coming together, none bigger than the streaming services, uh, HBO Max and Discovery Plus. So there you go. Some more layoffs are happening. Cutting off some ad sales stuff. We kind of heard about that. I think I even maybe talked about that a little bit. But yeah, 30% of uh, the ad sales workforce 
going bye-bye in the uh, starting today and in the uh, next coming weeks. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. But at the same time, I mean, it's like, you know, they're trying to achieve something here. And the old regime just, you know, they kind of shit the bed when it came to all that stuff. So it sucks. But you know what's funny, though? It's like this shit's happening all the time. It's happening all the time. It's happening with Disney. It's happening with Netflix. It's happening all the time. But but the focus is mainly on Warner Me- on Warner Brothers Discovery because of everything that's been happening. And the fact that they're like this, you know, obviously they're big and huge and everything and the whole Batgirl controversy. Its main focus is always on that. But I mean, it's happening. I, I've been uh, even talking to my, you know, the friend in the business. He goes, oh, yeah, it's shit's, layoffs are happening at Disney. Layoffs are happening at Netflix. The shit is happening all the time. But of course, the focus is going to be more on there. And that's why I think they love that. I think the other companies really love the fact that that the, the media is really covering Warner Brothers Discovery. They're putting them under a goddamn big, huge microscope like uh, or like a magnifying glass and just kind of looking at everything and saying like, you know, Zaslav is evil, Zaslav is evil. I'm like, yeah, but, it, you know, these other companies are doing the same shit too because they're realizing that they are over, they're spending way too much money. The cash flow is not that great, so they're going to have to make their um, their cuts as well, so... But uh, yeah, so there you go. Just wanted to kind of briefly talk about that, that yes, more layoffs, in fact, are happening over at Warner Brothers Discovery ad sales, ad sales. It's all right. They can work for me, make ads for me. I I pay very little, though. Anyways, I don't know why. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Ah, okay. So now let's see. Let me get back. Let me get to the Twitter questions here. See what you guys have to say. Let's make sure we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Let's see. Okay, I think. Uh, boop. I think we're good. All right. Just double checking. And you know, you just never know. You just never know. All right. Let's see, Mr. Eric. Uh, Mr. Eric Blake. Scoops and exclusivo aside. If we accept Zach overseeing his arc with other filmmakers directing, like Star Wars or uh, original trilogy, I'd say maybe give the nightmare-centric Zack Snyder Justice League 2 to George Miller and give The World is Justice League, Zack Snyder Justice League 3 to Andy Muschietti. That's actually not a bad idea. Not a bad idea, because obviously if there's going to be taking place more in the nightmare world, we all know that Mr. Uh, George Miller can handle, and <laughs> we definitely handle that by just watching, you know, obviously the Mad Max movies. Tet, 13% always makes me laugh. Like, don't these news websites pay click farms in low-income countries to artificially boost their statistics? Yet, we never hear about those bots. You're absolutely correct there. I know, 13% is a joke. That's why if people are offended that they were, like, called bots, it's like, no, you weren't. You weren't called bots. You are very much a real person. Don't worry. Devon Wooter. Uh, hello, Davey. There's a report that Andy, the director for the Flash movie, is going to direct Justice League 2. Is that true or not? It's not. Do you think he's going to take it? And do you think the Flash trailer is going to be attached to Black Adam? That'd be an interesting spot to put it on, you know. You would think that they'd want to do that, but you definitely you definitely got to know that the, the Shazam trailer is going to be part of it. But I don't know about the Flash, but we'll see. Um, now the report's bullshit. It's it's coming from stupid sources and stupid websites. Um, but you know, you just you never know though. If the Flash does fairly well, they might be like, hey, if we're gonna do a Justice League movie, we're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get this Muschietti guy here. 
Uh, let's see. We also got uh, Mr. Soups Kenobi really digging Tyler's new Superman suit, the, his best yet. Very BVS inspired. It's almost as if the creative team have been inspired by that film and Man of Steel the entire time, despite what Twitter says. It's almost as if they don't watch the show. I know there's a lot of inspiration that they took from uh, from Zack Snyder. That's for sure. He's the blueprint. EVM, do you think that Tyler Hecklin is lifting weight in order to fit the Superman suit? Well, the dude's pretty jacked. If you saw um, what season two. He's pretty, I mean, he's not like, he's not Henry Cavill, like, jacked. His shoulders aren't as wide, but he's pretty cut. Uh, Joy of Cinema, yes, that's a pretty good graphic right there. That's the graphic I wanted to, I wanted to use that shot of Andy Muschietti when, when over the quote tweet for the whole JL uh, rumor thing. But yeah, right there. Somebody asked, like I, like, I went over, you know. That was part of it. That was always going to be part of it. Uh, EBM, do you think, uh, the flash is being reshoot shot to stay in the same universe? No, it's not going to be, I mean, it's going to have some obviously, but it's not going to be massive. That's for sure. Uh, as far as I could tell, you know, could change. I don't think it is because again, Warner Brothers discovery doesn't want to spend more money on it. That's the thing. It's all about the economics. It's all about the money. Uh, Andrew Casali, my top five comic book movies thoughts. I think you've showed me that before. Uh, but yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, th- those those are good top five ones. Good top five. Other ones. I just watched this last weekend. I love this movie so much. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, man. Love that movie so much. I watched it uh, this past weekend again uh, with somebody who hasn't watched it before. And I love why I love showing this movie. I, I totally was like, oh, yeah, I got to watch that. Such a great movie. Just freaking love that movie. Q. Do bots have consciousness? <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, watch Westworld. Watch Blade Runner. Uh, those questions are always, uh, that's kind of like one, one of the themes when it comes to all that stuff. But we all have consciousness. We're all good. We're all good. Mr. Nobody. Hi, Dave. Who wins in a street fight? Dr. Fate versus Dr. Strange. I like Strange, but Brosnan's fate looks like he's got more battle experience. Yes, it's always going to be Dr. Fate. Come on. Yeah, he's got way more experience under his belt. He's lived longer. He's been, you know, come on. It's definitely going to be that. By the way, was Fate's helmet cracked? in the? I think, yeah, there was a little bit of a crackage in there. So you could tell he, uh, he put up a fight when it came up to Black Adam. So... You could see, you could see. I think there was a little bit of something that was going on with this helmet right there. So, good stuff. Uh, why are they gonna call? Why are they gonna do all these uh, upcoming movies that are gonna be way more connected to Zach? Come and do a nightmare. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, what you said. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. Scott Pilgrim is early on top ten pick. Oh yeah. When it comes to uh, a movie like that. I mean, it's just it's such a it's just such a quick movie. I love that movie because it's almost like a parody. It's a parody esque type movie if you think about it. Because all the you know and the jokes are just rapid fire. They're so good. Everything's just so good. Edgar Wright is just so oh man. I mean, it 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 might be my favorite movie of his. I don't know. I was thinking about that when I watched it. I was like, as much as I love the Cornetto trilogy, your Shaun of the Dead, your Hot Fuzz, and your uh, World's End. I mean, Shaun of the Dead, it was always like, I always felt like that was my favorite Edgar Wright movie, but I don't know. I think Scott Pilgrim might actually be that because it's just so goddamn good. And only, it only, it, it, it just seems like he was the only one that could achieve 
making that movie the way it was. I mean, it sucks that it didn't really get a box office, but it's got such a cult following. I'm like, bring the sequel, please. Bring the sequel. Don't reboot it with a new director. It's not going to have the same flavor. All right, guys, that's it for the show. Um, Thank you guys for uh, tuning in, for clicking in as per usual. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that uh, notification bell, too, as well, so you know when I'm doing this stuff. If you want to join Film Junkie, be part of the family. We do a post-show stream every Wednesday, so if you want to be part of that, uh, become a member. And then, of course, you got all the sock meds around me if you want to join all that. Patreon, try to do as much exclusive content on there, too. So if you want to do that and help out the pirate ship, much appreciated. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.